You're listening to the Rogers Sporting Goods Podcast with Patrick Fisher, Chandler Smith, and Josh from Outdoor Limits. In this podcast, we'll touch on everything from gear to ducks to deer, turkey and fishing. From field to table, let's dive in. We got some MDC announcements. That we are do have a few announcements. Yeah. Pat, you want to take on the first one or what do you want? You let's want to talk do... about the deer one or the turkey one? We'll start with the deer one. I'll, I'll go turkey. And then we'll do the turkey. So... Um, I'm just reading, I'm just throwing this out there. So this was, this it, was in Ray County. Was it just Ray? Or did they send this to like multiple counties? I know of some official letters that were sent to landowners in Ray County. So okay. I'm only going to comment on that. Um, if you've gotten one of these letters, we'd like to know your thoughts yeah. as well. Message us. Um, so this is from the Missouri department of conservation official letter um and this was from an individual who i deem as a worthy uh individual that this is true gotcha so um dear this is december 1st 2023 dear land owner you own property within about two miles of where chronic wasting disease was low let's see here was detected in free-ranging whitetail deer in Ray County, Missouri. At the conclusion of the deer season on January 15th, the Missouri Department of Conservation will begin our CWD targeted removal management from January 16th through March 15th. This work is done within our CWD core areas that include lands within about two miles of a known CWD detection and is critically important to slow the spread of CWD and protect Missouri's deer population. This fatal deer disease with no known cure or treatment is a significant threat to Missouri deer, Missouri's deer population, hunting culture, and economy. MDC will be holding a public meeting to provide an update about CWD in Ray County and explain how landowners can assist with management efforts and protect the deer population December 12th. So I think that was actually, this is was was yesterday when this comes out, this will have already happened, but I just, yeah, most people would not know this. I was going to say, you should go to the meeting. That happened December 12th, 2023 at 6 PM at the Lakeview event center in Lawson, Missouri, uh, for additional info, blah, 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 blah. And this was signed sincerely, Nathan Hubbard, the Ecological Health Specialist, Missouri Department of Conservation, Kirksville, Missouri. So I read that, and I was kind of taken back a little bit. So they said on their MDC core areas, or what was that? It's part of their CWD core values or their like what they're trying to accomplish. When I read that, at least from what I'm hearing, is they're going to go in on, and I wish I could have gone to the meeting, and so and eradicate deer population. Did they use the word eradicate? Eradicate. You got that Uh that up again? Yep. So it says... Where they, they said something about core areas. At the conclusion of 
the deer season on January 15th. So the MDC will begin our CWD targeted removal management. Targeted removal management from the 16th, from January 16th Mm -hmm. through March 15th. This work is done within our CWD core areas. So that's they're talking that about. includes lands within about two miles of a known CWD detection. So this landowner is in a core area. Lives within two miles of the what the MDC states is a core area where a CWD deer was detected, if not more than one, based on their what they got back. Right, because uh, they started. Well, they didn't start a month ago. They had but all they the were testing doing the testing on the 11th and 12th of November. Yeah. So I don't know how quick their turnaround is on all that. I testing. would like to know what the targeted CWD targeted removal management. Yeah. That's, that would be what I'd be curious to see what they're doing. Yeah. To see, are, are we, cause one, if it has CWD or what they deem a deer, like just looking at a deer, are they looking to remove the deer by shooting it? Or are they, you're not just going to remove a deer. If it has CWD, at least from everything we've talked with CW, with uh, the Servid program supervisor, mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do once they have it, so you're going to have to eradicate them anyways from yeah. their standpoint, unless they want to put it in a lab and maybe test a live deer. I mean, that's <laughs> maybe a way to find a yeah. cure. <laughs> You know, so I, I, don't know. I don't know. I just wanted to read that letter. You um, should shoot an email over to other people have just figure out kind of what's going on. Yeah, I've got his info. I might reach out further and I might ask some questions that have been brought up um, by some individuals. Yeah. Maybe I'll throw that in there. So but this is just more of a PSA announcement. Um, whether you believe it, don't believe it, all that. Everybody, obviously, lots of people have opinions on it. All right, so it's I'll a br- very I'll hot topic. I'll bring so the good news. Let's bring from MDC. For they, most people, this is good news. Well, yeah, it's not. I mean, I'm excited about it. I'm kind of excited about yeah. it. But MDC announced some ter- different turkey regulations, and um, the main one that I've that I remember, and I can pull up the email too, is private land hunters for turkey in the spring will be able to hunt sun up, sundown, sunrise, sunset which we used to be 1 o'clock everywhere. Right. So, and Josh, you've been over in Kansas hunting sun up to sundown. I have. Yeah. Do you prefer, Nebraska. Do you prefer one or the other? Not really. Or do you like hunting? I mean, the afternoons are always kind of nice. Uh, I believe, yeah. Like when I was bow hunting in Nebraska when they were still kind of flocked up, kind of mm-hmm. late March, early April, I mean, the afternoons were where it was at. Yeah. Like they'd come out, I don't know, probably sunsets, what, 7 o'clock at that point? They'd come out about three thirty, four o'clock. You'd start, you'd hear them. Yeah, my so. uh, my first turkey in Texas last year was in the afternoon. Might have been like four o'clock. Yeah, that was, was fun. The thing about the morning hunts is, like, in my personal experience, you go set up under the roost. It either happens or it doesn't. Yeah. And then what? They dip into the trees, run a gun, and then yeah. I try to run around and figure out how to yeah. cook well, off you or something. You got to figure out how to hunt them, right? You're yeah. coaxing them but, away from the roost to come to you. Yeah, but now if you can hunt in the afternoon, you can you can set up where you know that they're they're habitually going, mm-hmm. where they're going to go fan out, strut, and do mm-hmm. their thing all afternoon long, feed on ticks and little bugs and 
whatever else they can find out in some open fields while they're just messing around with each other. It's a good time. And Patrick's waiting there where they're coming back to roost. Yep. Pat- and I can <laughs> Patrick's going to sit yeah. under the roost tree just wait for him to fly up there. <laughs> well, it is. Me but, and Sonia talked about it. She was excited. One, we've always talked about, man, I think we would be more successful, at least on our property. I feel like. Because they use the neighbors a lot, too. Yeah. Like, and in the morning, so, they pitch down into the neighbors, but they circle through yours in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That happens a lot. Actually, yeah. more frequently now than when we first started hunting. Um, so, to be able to go in there in the evening, knowing that the property we're hunting on is known for the turkeys to all come back to and roost. Sneak in there. I could sleep in. Yeah. So, that's nice, too. Yeah, what and they, what else did they change? They are proposing a change for the fall. Um, but it hasn't that hasn't been voted on, right? Not voted on, but the proposed change is to so currently you can shoot up to four turkeys in the fall, two during shotgun season, and you get two tags when you buy your archery tags in Missouri. So they want to eliminate that to only two turkeys total and it's a separate tag so you would have to buy tags to get those two turkeys um you wouldn't get the two turkey tags with your archery tags that would be eliminated um now i would imagine it's kind of like the full season so when archery season starts what i'm imagining is you would buy your permit separate for turkey tags you're going to get two tags you can shoot them with archery up until that shotgun season starts, and then you can do archery or shotgun, and then post-shotgun, you'd have to go back to, you know, compound, crossbow, whatever, something like that. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm envisioning. But Yeah, the, the meeting for that, I think, was uh, our public comment from February 2nd through March 2nd. And, yeah, it's half hour before sunrise, to sunset to sunset and then public land is still half hour before sunrise to 1 p.m gotcha and then just just because the email is on my phone couple dates spring youth portion of missouri april 6th through 7th regular spring turkey season april 15th through may 5th and then fall firearms turkey they have established the season dates of october 1st to 31st so october gotcha that's firearm and then if i was playing uh devil's advocate so the the one thing which i'm i like the all-day hunting so one of the things that's talked about is the decline in the turkey population in missouri and then we go to all-day hunting (laughs) so it just seems contradicting Uh, hey man it's more opportunities well and as they said it's not us they are four opportunities yeah they don't want to take opportunities away, at least from um, anybody we've talked to that we've had in here from the MDC. It just yeah. feels like, you know, they want to give individuals opportunities, which is great. I want everybody to have an opportunity to get out there, but uh, it is kind of odd that, and I don't think that was disputed when we had uh, Mr. Oakley in, mm-hmm. the turkey biologist. That was the one thing I think we agreed on is over the past three to five years that the decline in population. 
little by little. Yeah, and he, and he then put we, it all on Habitat, though. Yes, so. Habitat was his number one priority. Yeah. Yep, for sure. So, anyway, some MDC news to start the day off and Really quickly, Keep just going. in case anybody uh, doesn't know what CWD is, we did a full podcast talking hmm. with MDC on it. So that's episode number 82. If you're curious yes. about that, you can go back and check that episode out. What about the turkey podcast? Oh, that Ooh, one. Quick draw. Let's see if he's good. Yeah, That's about like. And that one was with the, the CWD when we had the CERVID program supervisor from the MDC on. He was gracious enough to join us and talk a little bit about it. Nick Oakley was episode 65. Okay. There you go. And he's the state wildlife turkey biologist. Mm -hmm. So both are interesting podcasts. So if you'd like to learn a little bit more or hear from the MDC themselves and what they have to say about turkey or CWD or deer population in general. So there you go. Yeah. Sweet. And now we're... uh, Moving on to Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like, it'll be full here, steam ahead. I mean, shoot, this podcast will be out, and it'll be like a, a week, a week before Christmas. Does it feel like it was a lot quicker this year? I, I mean, I don't know if I'm just getting that. older, but it, it just this whole year, I felt like it was just Waterfowl Weekend, and and we were just cut, catching our breath from that, like the whole fall. For real. And, it's flying and by. the fall has fl- flown by, and it hasn't got cold yet, so... I mean, our deer season, I felt like I could have been in shorts and a T-shirt. That's true. We have <laughs> Yeah, we're going on. So you were wearing turkey stuff during deer season. Yeah. You were wearing, like, turkey bibs and, like, yeah. 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 It's December 13th, and we haven't had, we've had a few days that were just cold. No. Yeah. Not crazy cold, though. I haven't seen. No. But it'll come. I mean, it's. Yeah, in, in mid January into February, we're gonna get some snow and cold weather. But well, and then I mean, bow season's close. Duck season in Missouri is closed. You have to sneak over to Kansas, North, north Zone Missouri. We're fast approaching. Yeah, yeah, they're doing okay. With Goose ducks. season's heating up. Yeah, for real. Yeah. That's about what you're gonna have to transition to. That's what I'm. Or travel. About. I'm looking forward. Or travel to. and migrate. No, yeah. I want to shoot the geese, man. You just went. You said you just went. Yeah, we had two goose hunts over the weekend. Out in Kansas? No, Missouri, man. Well, I don't know where you you're. Got to take at. in you're that three bird limit, you know. <laughs> you're everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere no. and nowhere. No, I've only hunted in Kansas. Hey, man. for waterfowl twice this year. If I went home with six Canada geese, it's a lot of Canada goose to clean and to, to make into jerky or to make stew out of whatever. So good. Brandon's dad made a bunch of goose jerky. Really? And brought it to the store. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, I, I've i had great goose jerky in the past. Top notch. Yep. I like to yeah. think I make some good goose jerky. I guess everybody does. It's not that hard to Dude, make it. I well, I've a, had I some whole, of your snacks. They're good. I don't know what it was. I can't remember if it was like an early season or if I had it from the year before. I can't remember. But I had a whole gallon bag of goose jerky and me and houston were on his deer property driving around on the utv and, we, and it was sitting between us uh-huh. on the on the uh ranger and i think we ate the whole gallon in like one day of like checking choke cameras and looking at and putting up stands or something was it the jerky gun jerky no i i do i he slice I, it. I hand slice it i don't like that kind oh i love that kind what do you, you slice do it right? I use the jerky gun. Oh, gotcha. I think the end product's a little better. Got to have the right tool. Slice it right. Yeah, you got you got to find your technique because you don't want to you don't want to slice it too thin to start off on your goose jerky because then it becomes like a cracker. 
<laughs> yeah, when you dehydrate it. Yeah. You got to like, gotta give it some thickness, but not a lot. I'm trying to think maybe yeah, good. a couple millimeters. Yeah. I don't know. My uh, biggest issue with goose jerky is knowing when it's time to pull it off. Oh, yeah. It's like, is it is it done enough? You got to have a I'm, test stick yeah, over there like that it's, you... Check. But it's hard for me to tell. Well, I've, I've the way it I do it, it's it's. I feel like it's pretty easy to tell. But you're doing a goose. Yours is a thicker jerky stick, you know. Well, I've done both, yeah. and both times I'm like, I I don't know if it's done yet. We'll just keep it yeah. going. That turns out to be a cracker. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and one thing that I do, I have one of those stackable dehydrators, mm-hmm. and I had to rotate. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh no. yeah. I had to rotate a bunch. I don't know if they say you're like supposed to do that. Like rotate the trays? Yeah. Like I was constantly trade the bottom and go to the top, you know, like yeah, constantly flipping it because or else it's not going to be the same throughout as far as what's done and what's Makes not. Makes sense. Yeah. New dehydrator is definitely on my list of things to purchase. Mm, yeah. I need I need like a big need one. need a commercial size? Yeah. I need one that takes up half a room. Nice. I think I think our next podcast which will go out on Christmas. Is that right? Yes, on Christmas. Okay. We have a couple ideas for that, but we might just have to go over our Christmas list. Even oh. though it is Christmas, but we'll be Yeah. We can go over good. our Christmas list. I'm wondering the next we can one. we can talk about this, but how do you feel about doing a Christmas Eve podcast? Like it goes out before? Like it go out Sunday night cuz Christmas is on a Monday. I mean, I just put it out on Monday. Okay. But I don't know if Pat wants to sing Christmas carols. Can we just have a podcast of Patrick my- going through about 10, 10 Christmas songs? You're just singing them. We got to mix a 30-point buck in yeah, there. I was going to say after the 30-point buck, I think we need some more yeah. I don't have, Pat singing videos. I'm not great at singing, but I'll I'll bust out some lyrics. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we had a couple goose hunts over the weekend. Yeah, that's exciting. That was my first Missouri goose hunting experience and stopping at three is incredibly difficult to do yeah i had land or water we were on water and it was just loaded i know it's just a invisible state line but did you notice anything different with the geese you were hunting were they bigger no no a lot of lessers you were you were well, they, I don't See, know. I don't know if they were lessers, but they're just really small. small. They're just smaller, smaller never, honkers. I don't think I've ever saw like really like a true like lesser. A true lesser, you really don't. In the area you're well, hunting. they had like a white ring around the base of the neck, which that's what lessers have. Mm. They were smaller. I mean, yeah. they weren't like cacklers. Look like a duck, act like a duck. No, but the, I don't know. They were they were probably just act. mixed mixed breed Canada goose. You know, yeah, it was a goose. It was a goose, but. The specs were there too. I know, and the specs did not want to play. They didn't. We had no wind. Did you have any spec decoys? No. Well, I had a spec call that I barely know how to use. Really? Yeah. I no. Saturday I almost brought in a, a bunch of specs, and but the same thing. We were in a very, very, very tight, small marsh with not a lot of water. It was yeah. more like strips, and didn't have a spec decoy. And I was, and they were so close to doing it, but. I would have put some spec silhouettes out, but we had to walk everything into the pond. Yeah. They had to, like, cross a fence and drag it all in 150 yards. So. Yeah, that's what the Rogers deer cart's for. Yeah. No, it was fine. We got in and out pretty quick. But yeah. No, it was awesome. It was fun to finally get back you, after some water honkers. Yeah, did you put any uh, Canada silhouettes in the spread? 
No, it was just so. a floater spread. Four, oh, just four, a floater. Just four dozen floaters and an A-frame. I figured like if you took the like a five dozen structured bag and you like, there was nowhere it to put it. There, yeah. We were hunting like on trees. Oh yeah, there's so no we, like there was like this little bank. gap in these like I don't know thickets. Yeah, and we put the blind in there. So if I could have hunted the other side, we would have done that. But with the south wind, uh, we didn't. We had like a three mile an hour south wind. Yeah. And if you guys know anything about that hunting like, geese, that was like Sunday, wasn't it? Sunday, uh, like the three Friday. Mile it was Friday. Oh, Friday. Yeah. Saturday, I know it was like twenty miles. Yeah, we from had the a, north. We had a good wind on Saturday. Yeah. Where were you? Were you water? Yeah, Saturday. That I, was a. It's too warm to hunt a field. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have you got confidence. A good field. With <laughs> with no wind and warm weather, you're just asking. You to see a lot of guys hunting like the ponds and yeah yeah like i i thought about setting up in a field and trafficking these birds i knew where they were going from point a to point b but i, I ended up getting permission to point b so yeah didn't have to worry about it sign me up some of the some of the best hunting you know when it gets warm and muddy it's like getting out on that cow pasture those cow pies those geese just be in there just chipping yeah. away oh they'll just go hang out on the edge of a pond where there's just grass coming up like real gradually they'll yeah. just hang it like that pond that i hunted i slipped in kind of glassed them a little bit they you couldn't really see it from the road um but i'm looking and it's like just specks and canadas are just all sleeping in the grass Ooh, they are yeah like they were there all day long they flew right over me when i was hunting a pond i could have shot a couple of specks that's i mean they came through fast it's like specks fly really fast yeah. uh they brushed over maybe 30 yards right over top of me i didn't get a shot off but i was like okay i gotta figure out where these are going because i was watching them i knew exactly where they were going because i could watch them dump into the pond after they flew over me yeah so felt good to put a hunt together like that yeah i sold some goose decoys on saturday did you <laughs> hopefully <laughs> So we, we did drop our giant goose ad that, we, you know, we actually came up with the idea for the giant goose ad on this podcast, like really two months ago. Yeah. It was during our big duck sale. So now we have the giant goose sale. Giant Play on words sale. on big duck yeah. and giants. When does that go through? Uh, the 15th of January. 15th. Dang. Yeah, bunch of, oh, I mean, that's a, yeah, you got time. Oh, I mean, you got time, but. We're only gonna have so much inventory for so long. You got time to to for the ad, but yes, inventory wise, because some of that stuff people jump on, they yeah. just make a run. We, on we got it a lot of inventory in goose. It's not like it's all selling out, but if there's a couple of things, you're but keep, I probably wouldn't wait till January fourteenth, fourteenth yeah. to order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. take that Christmas for money. Sure. Yeah, get you some goose. You get, you get some gift. You get some Rogers uh, gift cards. Yeah. For Christmas, so yeah, to jump on that ad, true, and just a just an announcement to everybody listening: gift cards are now very easy to do on our website. Which we had a new website this year, and gift certificates were kind of interesting for the past couple months. But right now, you go to the homepage, right below the main banner is a little gift card banner or block, and you can click that and get enter get your gift certificate sent to somebody. Sweet. Or yourself. Nice. It's a perfect you. gift for the serious outdoor enthusiast. Yeah. So, so yeah, sticking sure. with the Christmas theme, if you were asking for a goose spread for Christmas, what goose spread would you ask for? Who wants to go first? Final approach. What do you think? Are we are we going... Uh, and you don't have to say like a brand. What we want? Yeah, like, would you want... I want 
you know, a dozen silhouettes. I probably would dozen follow. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? I probly. How many floaters? Oh, I don't know. Full bodies. I'd have to take inventory again. Here, and you think about it. I don't go that much, but I would want to uh, full bodies and shells. Okay, probably where I'd be. Full bodies first, shells second. Are we going like limitless? Yeah, I mean, just like yeah, this super super duper wish list. Hope Santa brings it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, honestly, I'd like ten dozen full body honkers on bases. Okay, and two dozen sleeper shells, four to five dozen Canada floaters. I don't care what kind, um, and then of course probably ten dozen silhouettes. That way you're, you're covered. You got your full body spread if you can drive in. You've got silhouettes and shells if you got to pack stuff in. And, I'll just uh, take what he's getting. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Let's listen. Throw a trailer in there to haul it all around. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I mean, so you're saying like your normal field spread <coughs> or Sorry. edge of a pond. I mean, you, yeah. you want those full bodies. And if I can use a full body, I'm going to use a full body. Yeah, and then five dozen floaters. That yeah. gets used quite often. Yep. And then your silhouettes are kind of um, flex play. Yeah, like if you got to hike in or you're packing for a trip, you just need something, but you don't have a lot of room, silhouettes. Yeah. And then shells. I, nice. I love shells, shells around pond awesome. hunts oh, and, then, yeah. and then like snowy cold hunts or ice. Put them on the edge oh, of yeah. the ice. Throw edge of the ice. ice. If it's really cold and snowy, you make those packs of sleeper pods or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. The sleeper groups. It was then, the gentleman that did the silhouettes in the ice. Oh, that was Matt. Matt, High Prairie Sportsman. Yeah. YouTube. That was sweet. I mean, <laughs> he, he just put a silhouette. Ice. He just put a silhouette spread out there yeah. on the ice. He used it was the, awesome. The spring still set stakes on the ice. But you don't see that a lot, but I was, yeah. hey, it worked. That was a cool looking hunt. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's, a, that's a perfect wish list. I look, you know. I love Something for bodies. everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the fence right now on lesser decoys. See, I've got a trailer. It's a great trailer. I don't want to replace it because it's, it's a good size. If I go bigger, my truck might have a little trouble pulling it. But I'm on the fence on if I want to switch out for lesser decoys just to save some room. Yeah. But I love having the bases attached to the full bodies. A lot yeah. of guys will run them down the... I don't do like the, that. I pile them in the nose. But if you've got like a four wheeler or something, you're putting stuff down the middle. Yeah. It yeah. helps those guys and they can just run them with the bases attached down the side. One of my favorite ways I rigged it, was it pretty up cool. was I had some lesser decoys with tail loops and I'd put a carabiner through them and I had cables hung up on the top side of my trailer and I hook, I hang them. Yeah. So I had, I don't know, three, three or four dozen Save hanging on each space. cable. Yeah. And then I could slide stuff underneath them. Yeah. yeah. That That's was that was probably my favorite way I've I've rigged it up, but I the big honker decoys I've got now that wouldn't work. Yeah, but lesser decoys it would work. Those new uh, the lives, yeah, got pretty sweet looking. Oh, I like them. We're gonna show him. We're gonna show some decoys here in a little bit. We will. Ooh, but the one thing I I do need to find I didn't I didn't pull a silhouette. What's your spread, example. Chandler? Oh man, I mean. Obviously, you 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 put out the spread that like everybody would want, yeah. Um, but getting yeah, I think a goal for me when I was buying goose decoys years ago, like our goal was in a friends group was 
let's get to 10 dozen full bodies. Yep. That was our goal. Mm-hmm. That's that number. And I mean, you went right to 10 dozen. But I think having maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I could say it. 10 dozen more silhouettes is a great opportunity to add for a big feed or pivot if you need to pack in on your back because two of those five dozen pack bags with silhouettes in it i mean we've we've hauled kind of we only shut ducks this day but we've hauled like 10 dozen full bodies into a public field on jet sleds on the snow it was a long morning because the snow it was okay if it wasn't snowing, we would never have done that. But we did shoot ducks on that day, which is great. But I don't. We might have shot some hawkers that day. But silhouettes would have been the easy answer that day. Yep. Two guys. Yeah. Two bags. Five dozen each. Go. But we had four guys, two sleds, taking turns pulling. We have six slot bags, twelve slot mid size yeah. bags all over the place. Just full bodies aren't that heavy anyway. Yeah, they're not. I mean, they're just, just space. Big. But take it does up a lot take of space. space. Yeah. I think we had to take multiple trips in to do that hunt. But when you're young and dumb. <laughs> I'm ready to start chasing some feeds. Yeah. But yeah. we needed to get cold. Yeah, they needed to hit the hit the food. They were kind of thinking about it Saturday morning. Saturday, yeah. We uh, saw that with the ducks, too. But it it's just not. The weather's not conducive for it. So you just yeah. be wasting gas trying to find them. But around here, at least in our area, I think you have to have goose floaters. So oh, 100%. If you don't I have so, four dozen sure. goose floaters, like, I mean, you can get it by with two dozen sometimes if you're on the right place. Yeah, it depends on how you can set it up. Yeah, if you're on a place that they're using, you might only need six, maybe. But There's I, a lot of times, too, I'll do a combination setup like on a pond. Mm-hmm. Those are my The favorite. floaters and then just like a few, not crazy, but because I'm kind of hunting the the pond bank area. But I've got a few walking up, yeah. you know, into the field. Those, yeah, yeah, on Saturday we ran four dozen floaters, two dozen sleeper shells, and then five dozen full bodies on the bank. Yeah. So the sleeper shells were along the edge of the pond. The floaters were in the water, obviously. And then five dozen full bodies were coming up from the edge, and we're, there was a cornfield behind us. So there's like 20 yards of grass in that cornfield. Mm-hmm. So we ran, ran them all the way up the pond into the corn. And actually, Sweet. some of the some yeah. of the groups of geese were trying to land on the decoys that were in the corn. Really? Yeah. And then what about when you're putting out, like one of the first things that I was thinking about is like spreading out the decoys. Yeah. And not – it's different if you're doing like, you know, on the ice and you're putting your shells – that's yeah. a little bit different setup. I'm just talking about a normal, like you're talking about, you know, feeds and out in the field and spreading them out. Yeah. It's just giving geese room to land. Well, it depends on and if not, you're hunting lessers or big honkers, too. Yeah. yeah. It makes a difference. But, you know, not, you know, you've, if you got all your full bodies just stacked on each other. So what would you do for, for lessers, Josh? Uh, I don't have enough experience hunting lessers to really give a good answer, but I'd pack yeah. them in tight. Tighter. Uh, all of them, or oh, most of, yeah, most of I, them. I'd take my full bodies and pack them in really tight for lessers. Yeah, yeah, and then play the wind right, and then just kind of add some fringes on the edge. Okay, and then what would you do if you're a full body honker spread? You would full body honker spread. It, I mean, depends on if I'm side shooting them or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But in a perfect scenario, we'll shoot them right in the face. Um, I'll put you know just your standard 
honker field spread is kind of my go-to you know you put your layout blinds down and then you surround them with full bodies and make that look like a big heavy feed right in front of you where everybody's competing for the food and then you stretch it out and it kind of be a u-shape shape. and then i'll put a couple family groups out there in the kill pocket where they're gonna land on them yeah you put some some decoys i've heard yeah different yeah like, stories like a three on pack here a three pack there and a three pack there and then they just kind of filter in. yeah it makes different, it look like they just landed i different. think that's the most traditional way where they're obviously you're facing downwind and everything's yeah. coming right into you one of the things that's interesting um that some people talk about is putting your blind or layout blinds parallel so you're just doing a nice yeah side shooting side shooting yeah and when the geese are coming in you're they don't see anything of where they just see the decoys they don't see yes and maybe you moving or your hide might be a little off because you're parallel to it yes I've done both. You've done both. Yeah, we side also, shoot them a lot. That, you know that side that cross shooting thing is kind of sometimes you do more of a J hook maybe. Yep. Instead of a U. Yeah, I'd run a so like if the blinds. I'm sitting in the blind here. We'd have a line of decoys coming in front of us, and then I'd hook out in the sh- kind of the shape of a J. Yeah. But okay, I, that's very easy to explain. But when I'm setting it, I I'm making sure to spread them out and make you know little nuances to it. But yeah, it's J shape. Yeah, I mean, I, I I put a bunch of feeders, and you're saying you went tighter, like in the the feed hole, the feed, yeah, the like competitive feed area. Exactly, they're a little bit tighter than they stretch out. Geese don't get in, and they they want to compete for oh, that yeah. food source. And so if you if you can put those decoys in tight, um, they're it looks like that's where the real good feed is, and they're all competing for it. And that's where the geese coming in are going to want to land. They're going to want to land right in that mess, yeah, of other geese. Geese are very competitive, and uh, they don't like each other that much. Yeah. Then you throw some centuries out, different player edges. I don't, I don't get too nitpicky on that. On century, I just throw decoys down, man. Yeah, if they can yeah. pick out a century head, uh, we should be killing them. It is most of your spread feeders, would you say? Yeah, what's your ratio? I don't even know. I I've got six dozen of the old hd honkers that came in a six pack so i had a century of restaurant four feeders in each of those it's like the harvester style pack the yeah pack. so it's probably a two to one yeah. ratio on active because i kind of do feeder that active 80 20 or 90 10 like feeders to so you're real heavy on feeders i'm real heavy on feeders now typically i always tell people like just go when you're scouting or you're just driving around especially starting now go watch a field full of geese and see what it looks like and i would venture to guess that most of the geese have their heads down feeding so if you but it could be a loaf pond where everybody's just sitting around and like well a pond is a little up. bit different you know yeah but in a field you're not going to have it's not going to be 80 percent centuries and 20 percent feeding not unless you're walking up on them. <laughs> That's a different ball game. So I always try to follow that. I figure yeah. they're landing in the field to feed. I put mostly feeders. And I don't want a bunch of high-head centuries looking out. I mean, I mix a few in. And, yeah, when it comes down to it, one, are you in the right spot, like we always talk about? And, you know, your hide is good. Um, 
Also, yeah. you ever, guys ever seen anybody put the blinds in the kill hole? Like you're sitting in front of your decoys? Yep. We've done that once. Yeah. But we did that just because the birds were short stopping. Yeah. Mm. But I've, I've heard, if you, I mean, if you do, if you got a good hide and you get these geese to look behind you at all the, you know, your spread and then you come up, you're, you I mean, you're, you're able to grab feet sometimes. But is that probably <clears throat> beyond what your decoy spread looks like? Hide has got to be the number one. Oh, hundred priority, hundred yeah. percent. And even I probably don't. I mean, and I've, and I've probably goose hunted more than I've even duck hunted. But like when you hide up and then walk back a little bit, and obviously you're on the ground level, but you know, taking time to really brush in and yeah, hide. Oh yeah, like if if the birds aren't doing what I want them to do, or they're short stopping, or they're flaring off, or whatever. Something's going on. Something's going on. First thing I do is check the hide. Yeah. It's really easy to want to fidget with the decoys, but it's really... Because that's the fun part. It is a like, fun oh, part. Oh, we'll put something yeah. here. Yeah. You want to make sure Little you're, you're here. hidden. Yeah. I always keep extra grass in my trailer, too. Mm. If you can cut extra grass and just keep it there, that yeah. way when you roll your blinds out, you put them up, you can just... Fill, yeah. it, fill in the do you gaps. Also, do you prep your blinds with wolf grass or anything? No. No. Uh, layout blinds, yes. That's what I meant. Okay. But I also use my layouts on like public and stuff. So yeah. gotcha. I just like to have it ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like there's probably not enough time spent on brushing it. You're so excited. Do you get out there? Yeah. I feel like, you know, yeah. we're hid pretty well. And then the day goes on, and you're like, man, they're either flaring. It's like they're coming in, then they flare or something. And then pretty soon, like, you start moving decoys, and little do you know, your hide sticks out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's so many different options now, too, with layout blinds, fast strike, A-frames, yeah. uh, mans, yeah. panels. You know, so many options. Yes, for sure. Uh, decoy options. How about that? Yeah. Like, obviously, you've heard us talking about full bodies and shells, and I know we've got some stuff. Yeah, um, want to show us some, some different options. So some some decoys from the goose ad. Like, if you are looking for full bodies and you're thinking, trying to make up your mind, we have a couple here. Josh, you want to pull out one of yours? Yeah, let's do that one. Old faithful, right there. And that's like a, everybody's seen one of those or hunted over one of those for sure. And that's the uh, this is a B two B two Bigfoot, and we've got them in feeder packs and upright packs. They're four packs. Um, good. I decoy. mean, they've been around a long they've been time. Around a long time. I used to use staple. these. I mean, when yep. I first started goose hunting, I remember picking up some of these and. Everybody that's goose hunted has probably oh, yeah. come across a Bigfoot yeah. decoy. Been around a long time. You got the... Okay, so that pack particularly is on our website for a hell of a good price. Um, and that's a feeder pack. And yep. it's got some cool postures. If you go look at it on our website, it's got like some searchers or hissers or something to oh, it. Oh, so they're not all just the straight head down feeder? No, no. There's okay. a couple different positions. Pat, do you know them? Um, no, not off the top of my head. It actually might say it. Yeah. Uh, I think it just says four feet or feeders. 
But yeah, there's like a uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one, Chandler. Hold on. Let me go to the. They're all pretty. Uh, they're all. Are right you down. thinking of the? Are you thinking of the active pack? The active pack might be one. The active pack's got a active, few difference. The active pack, the brother to that pack, I think, might has some weird hissers. Got some stuff. different. Uh, look at the ad. They have like a head up one. Different positions, maybe a semi-active, Sentry, a little lower, a little head. bit different. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. What do you got that over there, sense. Chandler? Oh, well, I I cracked everything open with a knife and forgot to leave the knife over here. Okay. Uh, but I don't have. The, I was going to try to cut the base off or cut the bases apart. Swiss Army knife? Okay. <laughs> Cub Scout. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to see if these... Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we put them... I think you, you got right. tweezers in there? Yeah. And the, a the, big, the Bigfoot B2 <laughs> active has some interesting head positions. So. If you've got food in your teeth, you can get out the toothpick. Yeah, you got corkscrew and everything. You might <laughs> got a wine bottle? <laughs> My gosh. All right. This has so. got to be Avery without even looking at the box. Oh, yeah. See, you know. But another... Okay, so we went... That Bigfoot option was a very... That's a very cost-effective option. They're strong. They're easy. They don't have sit. You don't have to really put the bases on every time you hunt. Um, the feet are attached to Bigfoot usually, unless you break them out, break them at, break them out, and put them in a mesh bag, which I've seen done. But they don't have motion. They're static decoy, but they they work great. These XDs, they're XDs, and so they have a lot of other features. So we're talking about a EVA plastic, so they're durable. You can beat them up. And then flock heads, you got tail loop, which Josh is pulling on, and then they have the motion cone, which is don't forget about the legs. And they have bungee legs that can go move in and out. But the motion cone is what I like about that decoy because it has forward, back, and I'm gonna get the base so I can show you guys. Yeah, my finger's too fat, but a full range of motion. Yeah, up, down, left, right, wobble. Do the bases stay attached to these? Everything. I believe they kind of do. The I'll, sh- I'll show you. Yes. A, so in the new one? motion cones, yeah, it's hard to see without the light, but it clicks into this. Yeah. Is it? Do they still have like the one where it doesn't move a lot, and the one side it where does. it does move a lot? Mm-hmm. There you go. Slap. It doesn't matter which which way we want to do it, but did you get it? It's. it's, it's I think your first time you. It's kind of awkward to push into that. Yeah. Here, set the base down. Reaching over my mic. But, yes, that will, when you push through the cone, it will attach. Did you get it in there? Yeah. Well, how about that? I'll be. I'll be one swoggle. And why they do that is because moving them, picking them up, that type of stuff, it's so nice whenever they're connected to the base because you don't have to pick up both you can grab six of them by the tail loop you know have them in your fingers like grocery bags yep. and run around and go place them in a different spot or whatever makes setting up and picking up way faster all right i got another one coming up here i'll give you guys the decoy as i cut open this the base that's got to be avian x is that yeah. the x f x yeah a x f a x f yeah so we kind of like we're we're we went that's a big upward scale here. We went to like a B two Bigfoot non motion, just flocked head, great decoy, to a very, very good decoy, the uh Green Headed Gear XDs, uh flocked head, EVA body, 
an hour to AVNX. Um, we have all these decoys are on sale, by the way, on the ad. But we went to the a- AXF full body honkers. So these are fully flocked. Fully flocked. So when you if you really want to have like the most realistic decoy in your spread, you get you some fully flocked. Ten dozen sweet. of those, man. With we their just, retractable bases put, on these too. We just put the AXF feeder packs and the AXF active packs on the end cap at the store. Oh, did you? Yeah, with displays. And what's cool about these AVNX on their full bodies with their base system, it stays attached and it uh, I'm going to use the wrong word here. Retracts. Uh, retracts and then recedes into the body. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. But you don't have to take it. You never have to take it off. So, um, first time you put it in there, you want to give it, it, a, be a little give it a little pop. Yeah. There you go. And then. Might another another pop to get it past. The I know it's weird because I'm reaching in a. That's on there now. Weird spot. But, but it will yeah, go down. Yeah. There you go. Off the off the beginning of the AVNX, they're pretty. They got some pretty. And it'll click into place, um, and then you can. Yeah, so it's super cool, um, and they actually really fit nicely. I mean, pretty much any six slot full body goose bag, the Rogers bag. You can keep the base attached. You don't have to worry about them being in a separate spot. Um, and then if you don't want it to do that, it's got the bungee system. It'll hook down, and uh, and then you can tighten that if you want to uh, to keep it from spinning too much. But they look really nice. Yep, they do. Super nice. What else we got on the table here, Chandler? Oh, I just grabbed a couple other decoys so, I saw. Yeah. Um, these are also in the – well, one of these is in the ad, at least the live honkers, which – Josh, I think you're going to be running soon, or I've been. You have. You have. I've got a dozen of these. Okay, you got a dozen of them. I didn't know if you just had HDs or not. No, I need to replace some of those so, HDs. So, um, not a fully flocked version, but they have a flocked head and tail, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then they're an EVA body with a good paint job. Great looking decoy, mm-hmm. I think. Zero gravity motion. They have the yeah. So their motion cone is similar to the. I mean, greenhand gear as far as all the motion, but they don't attach or look the same. Yeah, this back, one still has side. the bungee that keeps the base with the decoy. That's that, that's how they do it was mm-hmm. with the bungee. Yep, the bases are really nice too. They're really thick. Yeah, the welds are really nice. First hand awesome. experience on these, so yeah, I can talk a little bit about them. But yep, that's great. EVA one piece motion. Yeah, we got them on sale in four packs. And those are the of, lives. Like the, yeah, those are the lives, the actives or the feeders. We have multiple. And these, I, they might be in the ad too, but these are the lessers. I, they were just sitting next to each other. And FA also makes an HD version. Yeah, which we've. So I we've think, had them for, FA has had them for. Yeah, but we sold out. Yeah. Rogers sold out. They're all gone now? I think we're waiting on new shipments. Yeah, I think so. Huh. We're rocking and rolling. A, I might have to get a couple boxes of these. Yeah, you can do a size yeah. comparison there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The lessers are nice, though. They got tail loops and field stakes. Yeah, how much uh, noise can we make with that base? Yeah, the base is a little wobbly. <laughs> I don't uh, know if the table is 100% flat. Kind of get flat. an idea of size, though. Yeah. Lessers are great. They move really good in the wind. Yeah, these come with stakes. The lessers do. They come in a 12-pack, too, don't they? 
That's pretty sweet. Or six pack. Six pack. Six, the old the old ones came in a twelve pack. H D yeah, we used to sell HD slusters in a twelve pack. You know it would be good what? to go with all these decoys that people are buying. Decoy bags? No. Oh, uh clothing? Some giveaway stuff. Oh, yeah, that's a great segue. Why not just give away some stuff while people are purchasing all these decoys? Yeah, we really like to give away stuff. What week? Give me an update. Week week ten? Week oh, ten. I see it. Oh, we're closing in. You might get it? Week ten. Yeah, so we're gonna go through the pile there. Uh our brought 12- to us by Drake Waterfowl. Drake Waterfowl. So it's another good one. Um shout out to Jazz. Jazz. What jazz. 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 I, I say jazz and then Chaz at the warehouse. How many looks how, up? You want me to keep it coming? Um, so this one's brought to us by Drake, and this is our 10th week of our 12 week of Christmas giveaway. So only two more after this. Um, so we'll go through. We got all sorts of stuff here. So you can see um, this is the, well, this is the uh, hand muff. Drake hand muff, Max 7. Got some shell holders Super on there. Super awesome. Belt loop. You can clip them on your waders. It's got six shell holder pockets on the front. That is a late season essential right there. Oh, yes. Yeah. That thing's awesome. You even use it deer hunting. I yep. do. I use mine it, when I go deer hunting. This fleece beanie or whatever Drake calls it, yeah, skull cap, sweet. whatever they call it. This thing feels so soft. And that's in that. olive. So just a nice wear it with anything. Olive. He's got windstopper in it. Beanie. And that one is the Drake stocking cap olive. And it feels like it's got some wind resistance built yeah. into that as well. Yeah. You can feel the. Yeah. Um, so as well, to go with that, we yeah, got to get you outfitted. So these are the MST jean cut waiter pants, which is a play on what might else be coming. So. Um, Max Seven as well. One Obviously, one of our most popular waiter pants. We yes, sell. Really? super awesome. Yeah. Got the stirrups built in at the bottom. We sell thousands. But what's also those. nice is when you're breaking for lunch or whatever, you don't have to change. I mean, you're, you know, they got pockets. They look like a normal pair yeah. of pants. Oh yeah. So you can keep them on. Um, so we got those for your top. We've got the MST windproof soft shell vest Ooh, in Max Seven. Nice. That's pretty sweet. And also the MST Performance hoodie in Max 7. To go under your vest. To go under the vest. This has been something I've seen a lot. And we're going to keep it coming. A lot of guys have that bag. This is the large blind bag from Drake. There's plenty of room in this bag. They call it a large, but that thing's pretty big. Nice waterproof bottom, super sturdy. Um, That's also in Max 7. And to finish out the whole setup, because you're going to be out setting decoys, you got to have a set of waders. So why not throw in a pair of the Drake Guardian Elite Series? This is the front zip. Um, And these are going to come in bottom land, just so everybody knows. Um, the new front zip Guardian Elite waders from Drake. So, super awesome. Yeah. $600 pair of waders. 
That's how, those are they're yeah. a top end waiter, uh-huh. six hundred bucks. Six hundred dollar brand new Mossy Oak Elite front tip waiters. Are they in a bag in there? And we're just gonna give them to you. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. With all this other stuff. So again, over a thousand dollars. Does that have to be um, There you go. Oh, they're still in a bag. Yep, they're in a bag. So front, obviously front zip with, waiters. Yeah. Obviously, with uh, all this, because it is clothing, we will get sizing from whoever wins. Um, And Hayden Chandler will make sure they get you all taken care of so we can get that shipped uh, out to you. Is there camo options? Um, On the waders, it'll be bottom land. But on all the other stuff, it'll be max seven. So um, we can figure it out. That's okay, though. We can figure it out. But, yeah, that's one of the top-end waders out right now. Yeah. Six hundred dollar pair of waders. If you were to go buy these on the website right now, nice. So we're just gonna give those to you because why not? Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd, I'd like a pair. <laughs> like, and how does somebody crazy. enter? So entering, um, so it's through the link tree. Hayden, make sure I'm not. Yes. Okay. There's gonna be a link tree on all of our social media pages. Okay. And we'll have that on there. There's also a link directly underneath this podcast. Okay. That you can enter um, on there. I'm trying to think of any other ways. Yeah, uh, I mean, I kind of say stories. like if you don't see the link directly connected, if you go to our, any of our social pages, we'll have a link tree link that has always links to our sales to everything else, and there probably be the giveaway link in there. Most uh, almost 100 percent of the time, that's where the giveaway link really is. So it's a quick way to get there. But we usually attach it to the sub notes under videos. Oh, that's the word. That's what I'm going with. The keyword? Yeah. The secret secret word? Yeah. Is that what you want to do? Play on what we've been talking about. Okay. What do you think about that? Works? I think I don't think anybody's gonna guess that. Okay. All right. Good. Secret so, code. Secret code time. If you've been paying attention the last nine weeks, um, another way to get multiple entries is to get a hundred free entries by listening to this podcast. And the key word that I'm about to give you, which is lesser, as in lesser Canada geese. L e s s e r. Yes, L e s s e r. There's no you in that, Hayden. <laughs> Spelling these codes has been. Quite the challenge. L E S S E R. That is the code word to get you a hundred free entries into the Drake Waterfowl Package giveaway. So big shout out to them, uh, gracious enough to throw in this stuff. And uh, I think they'll be doing some stuff in the spring too. So that's super exciting. Sick. I know that's a ways down the road, but yeah. hey, I'm foreshadowing. Is that an old Tom or, or what? We might do. It might be something for the fishing. Might oh. be something for spring turkey. Uh, yeah, I didn't think about the fishing. All clothing. sorts of stuff. What, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Sweet. So, heck of a setup. So, again, thank you, Drake, for uh, hopping in on this. And with that, we got two weeks left of giveaways before. Uh, so, technically, the last giveaway will finish out the new year. So, yeah, it'll be post-Christmas Day, but that'll be our 12th full week of the year. Our 12th full week of the giveaway. So. Yeah. Um, hopefully we we probably have something super exciting for that. Do you have one picked for the last one? And we have one. So we've got one next week just to kind of tease it out there. It's obviously waterfowl. Um, and we're bringing back a company that helped us out for deer. 
Um, and this one will be Avian X. So just to kind of throw oh, that out teasing there. it already. I'm just not. I, I'm not I think that was just saying what it is. No, no, no. I'm not telling you what everything's coming. But you get you get one but decoy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to give you a display. Yeah, from somewhere. <laughs> well, hey, you can give me one turkey decoy, and I'll be I'll be happy. Guy. Hey, that would be pretty cool. Um, but the last week, I don't know yet. Gotcha. So obviously, with everybody listening, so we'll we'll. I mean, I've got the ideas. I, I just, think we got an idea. We're gonna we'll just make the we're last all week big. Think tank, put our heads together because it's gonna be. We ridiculous. love everybody listening, and uh, and a big shout out to everybody that comes and says hi to me at the store too, and and says good Take, job, and yeah. and they listen and love the podcast and all that. So shout out to everyone that come comes up and says, yeah. hey hey hey, I, I good job you. on that podcast. So uh, I love it. Um, Anyway, so awesome by Drake Lesser L E S S E R. Got it's it. a good keyword. So, so got, back to the decoys. Well, really quick, I wanted to bring this up. This was very quick because we touched on it last week. And yes, there was some buzz about it on socials. The Nike Jordan Airship that was coming out in the Real True Camo sending them some released today. Ooh. Sold did you, out. Did you get what pair? I did not. Oh, sold oh. out. Sold out, and it's reselling for about four hundred dollars. Man, well, you can it still buy them. I thought Jordan Jordan pre bought them all. <laughs> well, I thought about getting some to hunt geese in the field with. <laughs> you know, you'd make some shoe people cringe. Oh yeah. Whatever. Oh yeah. But yeah. No. Gosh. Dang. Sold for one hundred forty bucks. There's a, like a few sizes left. We that tried, sold, but. We tried uh, to get a couple pairs here. Yeah, reselling for like four hundred. Yeah. So, I got a pair in bottom land coming. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's better in bottom land. That's funny. Or so but they say. I'm gonna give me one of them bottom land. I keep having it pop up on my Facebook. The nice blazer jacket, like a dress jacket. You can get them in bottom oh, land, can? or they look all official, like a little redneck tuxedo. Oh, look like I'm ready to take Sonya on a date to an Ooh. NWTF banquet. There you go. That's probably the only place you can wear that thing and yeah. not look out of place. I mean, you wear that to the NFR out in Vegas okay, or something? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. You, we all show up to the uh, to Nashville to NWTF National Blazers. Bottomland Blazers. That's not uncommon. Yeah. So it's spiffy. We got some other decoy styles that we want to talk about. Um, Josh, I think he has a, a box of some stuff over there to his right. Oh, and then we're still going. We're still going. I'm bringing it back. We're not done yet. And I'm gonna grab another decoy over here. Okay. But just talk about this one. Have you you been messing around with these at the store at all? Uh, mess around with them a little bit. This is the these Canada goose socks. Yep. With heads. With heads. So these are the uh, Avery Canada Goose socks with the 3D head. Some assembly required out of the box. Yeah. Here's a look at the... This is another way, though. You talk about uh, silhouettes. Another good way to uh, carry light. Um, Socks work good, but... Not pack in I would. I would say to be... Turn this way a little bit here. Hesitant towards using them in your honker spread. They work great for lessers and cacklers. I'm just giving you an idea. I'm not really going to pull the box off the table so they get a better look at it. I'm not really trying to attach this fully here. But it might might need screws or something. Yeah, just to kind of give you an idea of what it looks like. But 
if you if you're a big lesser cackler hunter uh these are a great way to add a bunch of numbers Super to your spread sweet. you need big spreads lots of numbers to hunt those geese and uh socks add a lot of movement silhouettes are great for adding a lot of bodies but socks add a little bit different look a little bit yeah. more movement uh, i have tried to use them to hunt honkers does it fold down and uh see it. i don't i don't feel like there we go oh it's just big sorry fat tonies like the uh like the socks, socks what do you think and then it breaks down that's just my super personal small experience. yeah so that's pretty sweet that's another yeah. option that you have oh don't forget the head um, my pets heads are falling off josh the only thing i didn't grab was a silhouette i don't know if you want to grab one we got a silhouette laying around everybody knows what a silhouette looks like yeah but uh what you got there that's a floater. I got a floater. I just it was over here. So this is they're not in I don't know if they're in the goose ad, but we're we're getting down to the wire on these. Yeah. Um this is the number one sold goose floater for us. And there's two versions. There's a flocked yeah. head and a non flocked head. That is the non flocked head right there. But that's a FA last pass goose floater. And standard six. It pack. sells for about hundred and ten for six, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes they drop on sale. We've been, we've, I think we've thrown a couple in on sale over the holiday week, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. But yeah, it's super popular. We still have some in stock. You can grab them. I've been uh, using those for years. Yeah, super they still popular. look like that. Yeah, I think a lot of our customers that are local, that's the mainstay for them in their goose spread. Yeah. Well, it's a no-brainer. You get There's a six years, pack for one hundred and ten bucks. They're like waterfowl wigging and just pallet after pallet. We're just rolling them out. Oh yeah. Yeah, you remember what they used to look like? The old, oh yeah, the old last pass, the turkey necks, the last pass goose floaters, or if they were called HDs or something back in the no, the HDs were the big, they were ones. like standard, yeah, goose though floaters. the standard goose floaters. That's what they used to be called. Remember those? Sold a lot of those. Sold a lot of those. And a lot of that, those with the neck that's they like this. A, yeah, these look sweet. Yeah, yeah. they that's do have some awesome. released last year. These do have a big brother that's in the goose ad though. The live honker. the live honker floaters, the active pack, four pack. Four yeah. pack. Mm-hmm. There's, there's also a, the no head feeder pack, which is a two pack, two pack. Ooh, two pack. and, and stretch a, neck feeder pack, which, which is a two, two pack. pack. But yeah, the active pack's good, and then they have some feeder options. And then oh well, FA also did release butt ups, but I think they're sold out. Yeah, they probably are. Gosh, that was I think quick. they were sold out in like August. <laughs> well, that didn't last long. <laughs> no, but you know, co- co- three companies I know. I mean, FA Greenhead Gear and Higden make goose butt ups, and I <laughs> really like running those in a water spread. You get so much white, so much visibility. Like they stand out. They're like a a beacon yeah. for the Canada geese. That's what I like about the the live honker floaters, the bigger version. They, they got a higher tail and a lot of white showing on the a lot bottom. of white. I think a lot of white definitely pops on on the oh, ponds yeah. and stuff. When you, you see, when it. you go park your truck and you're walking back to it. You can see all the white on the water, and you're like, yeah, wow, that looks great. You just see black and white, just so yeah. much contrast. Yeah. You know, but I was going to mention that earlier when we were talking about it, but don't you feel like kind of like an artist when you're done putting up your spread? <laughs> a little like bit. When you sit yeah. back, you sit back at the very end, and you're just staring at it. You're like, man, this looks this looks good. This looks real. That's You know, a, you know how many times I've said that oh, after yeah. setup? You're like, man, this looks good. I don't think if you don't say it, that means you're probably in a rush, and you're, I don't know. You're just accepting you're the fact like, you're, that you're going to move them later. You're accepting that you're it's a mess, and you're going to try to shoot them at this first little volley, and then move them around or whatever. Yeah, but I but I I do think the 
the the water to land spreads are oh, fun yeah. to do because you really get to look look at like yeah you got these goose floaters and these little pods and they're doing this and then you have like you know these geese on the bank they're kind of walking up you got a sentry on the bank looking over the side and then, man you really get into the details oh, of it. Then, i just then, throw them out and then these other geese are walking up out feeding in the grass you know as they go up i think yeah. the most fun part about doing that type of spread is when they land like behind you oh yeah. or they, they try and land on the dry ground they don't even care about the water yeah a lot of duck hunters will throw in a six pack of these in their oh yeah water spread yep yep put them off to the side Good confidence decoy there. Yeah. Um, what about, I think one of the things most goose hunters have is a flag. Oh, oh yeah. It's like a it's staple. It's essential. Yeah. It's yeah. a goose flag. Don't hunt a field without a flag. There's tons of options out there. So, um, But I think it's probably one of the keys you have to have. Brandon feels lost. <laughs> it's funny because he brought this up the other day. And he said... If I forget my flag, I just feel like I ruined my whole, the whole hunt, the whole hunt. A if flag I can make the biggest have a difference. Flag. Like yeah. if you if there's kind of they're they're coming in and they kind of skirt you a little bit. If you give them a quick little flap with that flag, just kind of barely catches the corner yeah. of their eye, they'll turn and then come right in. Yeah. Like a flag is just as much of an essential as a goose call is. Yeah, yeah. I remember buying my first layout blind, and you had to buy a flag like the same day. And you had to put the flag in the flag locker in your layup line. <laughs> yeah. That's where it's always at. It's probably yeah, right. still in there to this day. Yeah. I need to get like three or four. one of my old layup lines out of the shed. What's your favorite goose flag? <coughs> There's some, a lot of them there out there. There is a lot out there. I, I mean, I've They're always loved the, the greenhead gear power flag in black. I agree. That, that's been my favorite goose flag yeah. that I've used. I've only used a handful of different Speaking ones. Speaking of green and gear, I have one of their ones. The Avery Power Flag. Yeah, the Power Flag. flag. Do you have the long it's like one? 20 feet up there. I don't. You have a 20-footer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it... We had one of so those it's ones. it's not really attached because it, like, floats below it, you know? Yeah. And so you're just up there flagging them from the next state. I got a 20-footer once, and I broke it Pretty first sweet. day. <laughs> A little too windy to run that thing. Man, yeah. You're making me think of all these things I need to add to my cart online. What, goose flags? Yeah, some goose flags, some more full bodies. Yeah. I kind of got, got it back into the goose thing this weekend, and now I'm, like, all about it. Yeah. I well, love – I think I like hunting geese more than I like hunting ducks. I think I got to figure out where all my goose calls are at. Because I, I, I recently switched from one goose call to back to my Tim Grounds real thing. Mm. Which was a very, it's a very fun, fast goose call to run. Short read goose call. Yeah. But. Old Tim Grounds. Shout out Tim Grounds. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. I've, Him blowing on a flute. <laughs> doing like, but doing normal. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Goose calling, but on a flute. There's an old video you could find. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. He talks about flagging. Like in the fog. Like instead of just cold calling. You know, because you really can't see. Yeah. Like, if you just kind of hear him, just kind of lift your flag up there. You know, in that little shadow. You guys ever run through your spread with a flag when you see geese on the horizon? I would have done some things like that. <laughs> okay. you're, you're out there running around, shaking the flag, Hi. blowing your goose Hi. call. Yeah. yeah. That's a little bit much, yeah. But, no, it has been done. You're putting a black cape on and just... Just running. <laughs> or Everybody runs back to the blind like this yeah. when they see geese coming. <laughs> Flapping their arms like they're how many goose. times have you done that? Oh, yeah. too many. And grabbing too many. A goose. Too many. Get down! Get down! Get down! How many times 
your buddies. Are How many times in layout blinds do the geese always come in when you're like doors are open, phones are up, doors are open? Yeah, when down. you're packing up to leave, man, this day's been terrible. Yeah. The second you go touch a decoy, here comes a flock. Oh yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah. And whenever you're hunting out of a layout blind, they always come from behind you. Yeah. I'd say another key thing is not getting stuck in your what you're doing. Like one, hunting the same field day in, day out, leaving your spread out there. You never change anything. It starts, you know, drying up. It's you know, especially later in the year. You know, switch things up. Maybe use less decoys. Spread them out. Pack them in tight. Switch up the type of decoy you're using. Uh, switch to another part of the field. Just little nuances like that instead of the repetitive. Same thing every single day. Yep. Um, I think we talked about, well, we were talking about the commercialization of waterfowl, but the one thing we talked about on that podcast, like, they're animals too. Like they're they're getting shot at all the time, and they see the same thing. Like they get pressure too. So you're hunting the same field every single day, and you wear it out, and then pretty soon you're like, we're not getting anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, switch it up, make it look a little bit different. Exactly. So them geese are flying over. They're like, there's Harold down there with his six bigfoot still. Yeah. <laughs> Seen him every morning for the past thirty days. Yep. <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah, don't get stuck. Feel free to switch it up or check your hide or maybe go from a layout to an A-frame, use another part of the field and stuff like that. So I got a little, anyways. little hot tip secret for a cold layout blind hunt. I went and found a – I mean, we sold them at the time. I went and found a real low-cost sleeping bag, <laughs> and I brought that with me to my layout blind in like a zero-degree hunt day, Then it was nice. Yeah. Took my boots off and everything, <laughs> put my little – my socks in the bottom of that sleeping bag, Dang. Yes, is is legit. Hey, he laying on them. There's some cold goose hunts I've been. Oh on. yeah, some frosty mornings or tons of snow. Yeah, yeah. But for uh, sure, giant goose ad is out. Yeah. I think it's a giant goose sale. Whatever. Yep. And January fifteenth is when it ends. Okay. But most of these decoys we talked about are on that ad, and they're all marked down from. It's awesome. I mean, they're all on really good sales. With that, there's also layout blinds and mm-hmm. A-frames. We got those in there as well. There's clothing and footwear. There's steel shot, all that good stuff. Yeah. If you're a goose hunter or want to get into goose hunting, it's on our homepage. Check it out. We've got some emails going out about it too. So That's sweet. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely worth checking check out. it out. For a little last hoorah before the end of the year. Oh, so. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the best day to goose hunt, I think, is New Year's Day. A lot of people go out. Yep, have to get after it. Yep, start off the new year with a with a limit of geese, <laughs> a couple bands maybe. There you go. Yeah, that's awesome. Brandon sent me a picture of an old pic of his dad had a neck band. Oh really? Mm-hmm. On a snow goose. Old picture or recently? No, no, no. It was uh, the old FA. Oh, catalog. Uh, I don't think I saved it though. Dang it. Let's see here. Let's see if I can show you what it looks like. Oh, yeah. Had the yellow neck band and then a normal band and then the old, you know, the original FA. Logo. Yeah. Yeah. Old school. Oh, yeah. FA layout blind. That's pretty sick. Pretty cool. 
Good That's deal. awesome, man. Uh, yeah, hopefully everybody's getting out there and getting after it. Still got duck hunting going on, goose hunting. Yeah, There's down, still some archery season. Down south, duck hunting's still going. Muzzle litter season's coming up, isn't Alternative it? season Alternative, is coming yep. up. You still got that buck tag and that deer you're after. Get after that. Um, what, what what tag do you use on a on Missouri for your muzzle loader? Like when you when alternative methods. Is there an alternative methods tag or do you? Use I think your you rifle? use your rifle tag. Now, what if you use an atlatl in alternative methods? Do you use a archery tag? Uh, I don't know. Check with your local game fish. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'll have to look that one up. Yep. Call the MDC. But there's no like alternative methods tag that's different. It's just a season that you can use right. those, that stuff. You okay. can use an unused rifle tag. Yep. It's like every, or unused bow tag. It's like everything Maybe. except for if center you're using fire spears rifle. and atlatls and primitive. True, because you can, but you can archery hunt during. Correct. Alternatives is atlatls part of archery? Probably. I know crossbows and stuff. Yeah, are. but double check on the atlatl. That one threw me off. Way <laughs> to go. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know anybody personally using atlatls but maybe i'll either. just buy one someone's got to but they're so long can you buy one and we'll all test it out <laughs> like we'll do a little atlatl competition out on the side of the building think. that's fine it'll look fun it'll make for a good video your, your dart is like that long perfect we'll put a target they call it a dart put a little glendale yeah. down there yeah okay it's Let's like try a, it out. you're throwing basically a, a small spear we'll a little atlatl competition yeah. Maybe my shoulder gets healed up. I can All right. Be fun. practice this offspring. Go ahead and get that on Off-season. Amazon. <laughs> Christmas or whatever. Okay. Get yeah. get one for us. Good job, Josh. Or I'll make one. That's yeah. fine too. Uh awesome, man. That's exciting. Check that check out the big goose ad at rogersportinggoods.com or you can stop into the store. Uh we've got tons going on there as well. Uh, make sure you Hit that subscribe button, like, follow all of our social media platforms, and uh, give the podcast a rating. Yeah, if you have any questions, comments, anything like yeah. that, podcast at rogersportingcom sure. All yep. that good stuff. Let us know if you got any questions, things you want to hear. Um, and as always, enjoy the outdoors and be safe out there. Yep. Appreciate Until it. Next time, peace. I think it's time for